I recall two times in my life when I was uh, lost in total darkness. One was about, oh my goodness, uh, I'm going to say about 20 years ago. I had driven up to Lake Arrowhead to stay in a cabin for a couple days was my intention. <clears throat> and I knew it was raining and I knew that it might snow, but I thought it would be lightly. And uh, I didn't have chains, but I had, you know, I, I had a four-wheeler and I thought I would be fine. But anyway, as I got up on the mountain and drove into the area where this cabin was, I got just about, I'm going to say, about the distance of eight blocks. And suddenly there was some congestion, there were some cars and I couldn't get around and the snow now was falling uh, just pretty regularly. So someone came up to my car window and said, sir, you're going to have to pull over and park because there's two cars, two trucks actually stuck on the road and you're not going to get through. So I did, I parked and I got my computer out that I had with me and I bought the food that I had bought and I began to traipse up uh, the distance of about two long blocks. Well, I guess from here it would have been, um, well, almost down to the park, Glasshell Park. So uh, I got there and the snow now was about up to the middle of my calf and I got into the cabin and I uh, turned on the heat and lit a fireplace and all of that. So I uh, had a nice dinner, I watched a little television, worked on my computer, and then I went to bed. And about 2 a.m. I woke up freezing, freezing. <clears throat> and it was pitch black, dark as could be. And the electricity had been knocked out on the mountain. So there wasn't any light outside, inside, anywhere. And I hobbled my way and I found a flashlight and that was all I had. And it wasn't just for the rest of the night. First of all, I covered up like mad because there was no heat. It was like that for two days. Total darkness. Not during the day, but oh my goodness. Um, I have to say, I wasn't afraid, but it was, it was awful. There, it wasn't anything romantic or nice about it. It was awful to be in darkness, if you will, to be lost in darkness. The other time was here at St. Bernard. And this was, I think, about four or five years ago. I don't know if you remember, but there were a couple days of tremendous winds. And um, all the electricity was knocked out, I think, for about 10 hours here. And I got in the car to drive somewhere. There were no lights outside at any of the street corners. And these streets, uh, they're like a few veins that run through this community. And it took forever to go even a block because one car went and another car went. And and uh, when it came to nightfall, it was pitch blackout. There was no light. So I really relate to this first reading. A people in darkness have seen a great light. I know there are many parts of the world, and we were threatened with it actually today, uh, or last night they said uh, maybe 180,000 homes would be left without electricity today, and I was not looking forward to that possibility because I know what it is to be in the dark and not have the light. But there's another kind of darkness, which is an interior darkness, which I think is even worse. It's when you can't see the way, can't see the light, can't see what your life should be about or how you should live it. And that's the darkness and light that I think the scriptures are speaking about today. Here is the light. 
Christ the light. And the light that I think Christ brings, as I mentioned at the earlier Mass, the Vigil Mass, is a way of living that I would say brought back our humanity. It's interesting, the reading today just mentioned the gospel that, uh, that um, the uh, leader in Syria, and Syria is in the news now, it's been in the news for years, because the war that's been going on there, producing lots of refugees. And I remember even, I think, five years ago, seeing the encampments along the borders of Syria and whoever they are bordered with, and the people just live in tents, even when it snows. And the governments can't seem to get it together and can't seem to make it better for them. A week ago, I saw that there was a pro procession of people coming up from Nicarag Nicaragua on foot. And it said they will walk to the United States. So I ran into somebody the other day and I said, um, because I knew they were from Nicaragua, and I said, do they really walk all the way through Mexico? They said, yeah, for the most part. Every once in a while they catch a little train or they get a bus ride or somebody gives them a little ride, but they walk most of the way. And I said to myself, oh my God, what is the darkness that they live in in their country that they have to escape? And they see a light in the United States and say, I've got to go to that light. I've got to get there in order to live. Well, I don't know that darkness I know some spiritual darkness, all of us do. But I thank God for the gift of light that Jesus the Christ has brought. And um, I know we have this expression that says, Jesus Christ died for our sins, uh, with an S. But I prefer to see it differently, not for our sins, all the individual sins, but for the condition of sin that makes us less human and truly less divine. It's the things that produce a Syria with people on the borders. It produces a Nicaragua with people walking through the whole country of Mexico just to get here. Not to mention all of the darkness in our own land. Not only the darkness of this pandemic, that's dark enough, but the darkness between people. The darkness that would allow us to choose not to get along, not to help one another out. The darkness that I heard today on the news that one out of three children in this country today do not have enough to eat. And as the person on the television said, not enough nutrition, not enough actual food. They don't have enough to eat. And all we have to do is look at the long lines of people who are struggling with poverty, uh, profound poverty right now. They don't even have enough food to put on their table, let alone for Christmas, any day. So I think this Christmas, what this pandemic has showed me and what uh, the condition of this world right now, more than ever are we in need of the light. And so we celebrate the Feast of Christmas that we would welcome this light into our lives, that it would illuminate our hearts and our minds and the way that we live so that we can truly find our humanity, first of all, and then maybe through that even find our divinity. Y quiero decir una palabra chiquitita, breve en español. Yo creo que oscuridad, como dice la palabra de Dios esta noche, hay una oscuridad que es interior. Es una oscuridad de odio, de inabilidad a perdonar, distancia entre personas, 
uh, una persona no habla con otra persona, uh, venganza, todas las cosas que uh, vivimos interiormente, espiritualmente, que producen mucho mal, uh, falta de bondad en nuestras vidas. Y yo creo que este día, celebrando esta festividad de la Navidad de Jesucristo, estamos recibiendo a Cristo, quien es, quien es nuestro Salvador, quien es nuestra vida, quien es nuestra luz.